Chapter 42 Atlantic Ocean, Southwest of Tortuga 9.34 a.m. Thursday, 1695 Tie them and cripple their mainsail, Marcy commanded, her crew efficiently transferring the pricier booty to their own deck. Smoke billowing seconds later from the destroyed sail on the bow of the German sloop. But make sure if they row hard enough or repair that fast enough, they can make it to land. She secured her sword, swinging nimbly to land on the recently rebranded Blackheart's deck, clapping her hands to summon the available crew around her for their post-pillage review. They say each of us has, on average, at least seven different professional paths to take in our lives. But Marcy had had nine. Snow cone stand attendant, retail cashier, retail assistant manager, territory assistant manager, assistant assistant manager, accounts receivable, accounts payable, administrative assistant, and now pirate captain. But who could have predicted this would be the one at which she most excelled? Yes, Marcy had always been a bit cold, a bit dictative in her soft suburban life, erratically vindictive, prone to petty thefts when pushed, and deceptively sneaky for her rather bland visage. But not like this. Not like mad Marcy Finkel. Terror of the high seas. She was a maniac, though a well-organized one, quickly earning the respect of crew and pirate brethren alike. But there was a secret she still harbored, a dangerous one, the kind that gets the greedy killed. Raising her voice to counter the shouts from the hogtied crew as the lines to their smoking wrecked ship were severed from the Blackheart, Marcy went on signaling Genevieve to retake the wheel so she could lead the meeting. All right, everyone. I'm going to start this Thursday morning meeting with a few shout-outs. I mean, hip-hip huzzas to several shining stars. Aaron, the way you clotheslined that second mate as he went for Bernard, bravo. That's the kind of hustle we like to see during a raid. So hip-hip huzzah to you. And Una, way to take down another captain with that fabulous left hook. He's going to feel that for years. Hip, hip, huzzah. And no fatalities on either side. That's got to feel good. Marcy waited politely through the light applause, Aaron's shy shrug, and Una's small hand-covered smile. Next on the agenda, team building exercises. Marcy's announcement was met with groans. During the previous team-building exercise, many of the trusters were not caught by the trustees, diminishing the crew's enthusiasm for these sessions. That exercise resulted in Aaron falling backward to land directly atop Jock. Bernard misinterpreting Marcy's instructions, and instead of catching a trusting Lizzie, actually repelling her forward to land on her face with a cry... <gasps> and the Duchess, refusing to cooperate in silent protest, allowing poor silent Amy to slip to the deck uncaught, silent still except for a small thud as she landed on her back. Bernard approached Marcy's side, whispering, 
Captain Marcy. The sloop had very little in the way of water stores. We need to make land for supplies, as I mentioned last week when I said we were running low on rum. Marcy thanked Bernard, turning back to the crew and impatiently summoning her globe with three successive snaps. We'll hold off on the team builder just this one time. Genevieve, steer a course for the nearest water source, which feels like it could be, um... Marcy scanned the Atlantic coast on the incomplete and inaccurate world map Aaron held in front of her, then licked her pointer finger and held it up into the breeze, counting silently to four. Tortuga from the wind. Set the sail southeast then, Genevieve ordered confidently, hair flying in the wind. The crew scattered to their posts as Marcy, suppressing a triumphant smile, strolled back to her cabin, slamming the door closed before pumping her fists in silent victory. The truth was, she'd desperately been searching for an excuse to get to Tortuga, but she didn't fully trust anyone aside from Aaron and he would try to stop her from her reckless plans. It was on her sixth night as captain, lonely and restless in an unfamiliar bed, tossing and turning upon Francois' cold silken sheets. She'd run her hand along the edge of his feather mattress to fluff it and felt the curious folded edge of something stuffed between it and the bed frame, yanking out a yellowed square of paper and holding it in the shaft of moonlight streaming from the porthole gasping as she scanned the unmistakable dashes and X of a pirate map. The bottom of the sketch clearly labeled Tortuga. And realized this must be where Francois stashed his ill-gotten, embezzled booty in times past. The small treasure she'd found preceding his ousting too tiny to be the entire mother load. Over the next months at sea, She'd secretly formulated a plan to properly spend the unexpected bonus treasure. The birthday blowout of all birthday blowouts for the crew. They'd seemed so excited when they'd heard about the birthday party pig roast. And a paltry pig roast was amateur, Marcy decided. She would have pork and chicken and beef at her party and gifts for all. Knowing they'd worked hard enough for it these past months, enthusiastically raiding up and down the North American coast and earning quite a fearsome reputation for it as they went. Marcy noticed, for as much as they grumbled, the women seemed to be having the time of their lives and quickly stopped asking about returning home, earning far more money and respect here than they ever could there, wherever there was. And for what it was worth, though she missed Bill terribly and would never stop dreaming of their reunion, being in charge didn't suck.